0: Podcast, we were talking about. Also, Pizza Book.
1: Yeah, dog, down. Let's podcast it up.
0: <laughs> Can
1: you do the audio production?
0: Yeah, I used to do that for a job. Literally, podcast audio production. Ha ha ha, yeah, right, I forgot.
1: Okay, so I have a mic. Should be able to get it to sound decent. You tell me the time and place, and I'm in. <laughs>
0: So, welcome to episode 26 of Beats, Rye, and Types. I'm AQ, and I'm here live in-house. With me, MRB. Um, We are hanging out in Kingston, New York, and we realize that it's been exactly half a year since we started this podcast. So we were going back in the archives. I um, save every chat conversation I've ever had, basically. Huge,
1: huge legal liability for me, personally. (laughs)
0: We're never. Neither of us are ever running for president based on based on these chat conversations. I was digging the archives and found our first instance of talking about the podcast, and that's what you're looking for. It also has a list of awesome names rejected names rejected names. My favorite being Greasy Keys. (laughs) (laughs) There's some
1: terrible puns like appetite for discussion, and then there's a section where we're just going back and forth. Trying to come up with the subject matter like bagel pun, chiffonade pun, <laughs> cooking pun, <laughs> grinding pun.
0: <laughs> it we was, did
1: turn out to, to use a pun though. It did, yeah, it did. It, did
0: work. it worked out. It worked out. But anyway, you were just listening to this awesome song called Them Changes from uh, Thundercat, who's this amazing bass player, six string bass player. Um, who has been doing a lot of work with Kendrick Lamar and a bunch of other people, um, Flying Lotus. But his bass playing is incredible, and you should just check out a video of what he looks like um, playing live. It's just awesome. We thought that since we're in house together and it has been six months, we could just kind of like go back and reminisce about the good <laughs> the good times of Beats Ryan type. And promise, like, we're not gonna do. I promise we're not gonna do like, you know, actual clips because one. I think that would actually be just too much of a pain in the ass. That sounds really hard that to do, sounds yeah. really hard to
1: since do. it would be entirely your job to put yeah, that together. Exactly. So
0: instead, <laughs> we're just going to talk about, you know, kind of some of the overarching themes and um, you know, what were our kind of our favorite moments of this past 6 months as we as we plug. Well, forward. we should
1: bring up the old uh we should bring go back to the. We could go back to the. First, we're sitting in front of Aaron's computer, so we can go back to the like first page of uh, the index on our. Uh, on our thing. Like, I mean, and you know, uh, we've said it a couple times throughout the course of recording, but you know, the original idea behind the podcast came from the fact that we had recently moved uh, out of the city to different places in opposite directions. And we really wanted an excuse to stay in touch with each other and to talk to each other once a week and stay on top of talking. I mean, because a thing that's hard is like, if you have a, you know, you have, you live somewhere for a long time, you make friends, you move away and then you when you end up like trying to stay in touch with someone sometimes it's just like you can barely manage to like just do the like oh hey hello how are you doing thing but we wanted to find a way where we could continue exploring the kind of really good conversations that you know were a a, you know a big part of our friendship for so long so i think that this podcast has been uh really successful and i i think as as far as our initial goals (laughs) which were to stay in touch with each other and work on stuff together uh, i think the podcast by that measure has been very very successful everyone that listens uh and encourages us we really owe you all um a big debt of gratitude for encouraging us because
0: and all the people who have been willing to like have conversations with us like, oh of course yeah, our guests yeah. yeah yeah we can talk like, about our we can talk we about our guests literally too. do it for you know take time out of their all of their busy schedules to do it you know they don't we don't pay them anything <laughs> obviously um because we make zero sort of, dollars off of this podcast but we also just yeah owe them and they it's cool because we've you know, rekindled old friendships through having guests on. And we've also made new friends too. And that's been a, you know, like, I feel like some like outro music from some like 80s sitcom. Series, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I say shit like that, but yeah, it's been, it's been great.
1: What were some other goals of yours for, for the podcast when we started?
0: Yeah. I mean, the big one was definitely just hang, being able to hang out, but I, I feel like part of it too was just, I feel like we have some good ideas and we're two people who like writing and like you know getting our ideas out or out there and thought leading, if you will. Um, and you know we didn't have a. I don't think either of our blogs or like that format is necessarily where we're most comfortable. Like I know from working with you in the past that like both of us, if you put us in front of a room of people. Or a uh, virtual room of people, like we can hold people's attention for an extended period of time. And especially combined powers like form like Voltron, we can share the things that we've been thinking about and maybe like, you know, weave together and come up with good ideas while we're talking. And I think that, that both of us do a lot of thinking through talking. <laughs> yeah. <I think laughs> and that's, that's true. and that's and it's been it's been fun to to kind of see that progress too. <laughs> another interesting thing that i recall us
1: like the format has changed a little bit over the past six months like we when we first started it was more like this is like we're going to talk about both food and technology then we kind of like did some episodes that were dedicated to one or the other and then I think another goal, a personal goal that I had, was to see if there were like interesting things for us to like talk about on the intersection of yeah. like music and food and technology. Totally. And I think we did have done a, a pretty good job of that. I mean, a lot of times we end up talking about in a kind of a meta way, like the the ways that we are involved in these different pursuits more than necessarily like the substance of those pursuits themselves
0: that's that's true
1: which has been cool because it's been it's hard to uh i don't know if hard is the right word but it can be challenging sometimes to like explore all the all of your different interests if you're kind of like pigeonholed into like you know talking about one or the other thing yeah
0: yeah exactly and actually that that reminds me, like one of the other goals that I had, something I've always been really fascinated about, and I think you too, is this idea that not just pigeonholed, but like people who are in a career, and especially I think technology is, it's not the only instance of this, but a very specific instance, where like it's a career where people are expected to be very involved and obsessed and and like heads down in the thing that they're doing people often forget about like the, or don't just don't talk about the other things that those people might be really passionate about or interested in. And that's always been something I've been really fascinated by. Like for me, often I'm more interested, like I can talk technology to anyone and I'm happy to do that. And I I, I do like talking shop with people, but I almost find it more interesting to, and find it more revealing about a person to talk about like the other things that actually make them tick and make them, you know, get excited. Talking to Jed about the ice making and stuff like that was like a thing where I was like, oh, you know, like I've had that that conversation with him before we had on the podcast a bunch because it's one of those things when someone like gets that deep into something, you know that there's something that's a part of them that is a kindred spirit to us and to other people who have that mentality to go deep into something and really appreciate it. I'm I'm most interested in absorbing people's passion you know like not just absorbing it but reflecting it and like hearing people talk about what they're so freaking interested in and watching someone do that always i don't know that's to me just the act of doing that regardless of the thing that they're passionate about just the fact that they are super passionate about something makes me inspired and makes me want to like dive deeper into the things that i care about whether or not they overlap with the things that they care about, you know.
1: Yeah, totally. And I think I hope that this has been helpful for other people who feel the same way. It's a it's pretty clear that for people in technology to like step outside of that and talk about like other stuff, it has this really like it has this humanizing effect on the individual where you can see a little bit more about of what they're about. I mean, because, you know, like technology you know air quotes it's like it's a it's a, supposed to be a means to an end right yeah, yeah. and it often becomes the it often becomes the, the end the, the, the everything yeah you know? the people that i have gotten the most out of meeting through technology are the people that have other interests either that overlap of mine or don't and uh even if they don't, um, I can still learn from them something exactly. about
0: how they how they do the
1: thing that they do.
0: Yeah, we've talked about it before, like, that I think you said it really uh, succinctly. What we like talking about, I mean, is what people are interested in, the things they're interested in. What we care about as a theme is how to be obsessed with something and that, the, the act and the nature of being obsessed which is like a a, like the meta or like different part of it which we're interested in and i yeah i think that that sums it up really well because it's like you know and even last episode talking to karen and about the chickens and stuff like that it's just like you know it's it's cool to see regardless of who you are that you know all these people that we work with on a day-to-day basis and often in a similar way that you and i were just like 99 percent of our communication is over the internet and is not you know face-to-face or especially not face-to-face but not even like talking to each other you forget that these other people on the end of your slack or aim or like human and have other emotions that aren't emoticons and yeah our emoji and you know aren't aren't like thumbs up or you know and they have things other things that they care about and are deeply interested in and i find that the people that i become the best friends with are the people who like are willing to share that part of their lives most freely and aren't afraid to to proclaim to the world that they're really into whatever whatever it is i'm not i don't actually care whatever it is it's just that they are they they are they're into something you know yeah people
1: share this is sort of a cliche thing to say but you know people share like so much stuff like on the internet yeah these days like on instagram and twitter and facebook and whatever and so when you meet someone like karen who's like and you know she's a fantastic technologist and public speaker and all this other stuff yeah and then you get to hear about like her chicken raising activity then there's some there's some interesting in to my mind some interesting interaction between those things like you start to really learn what people are into outside of you know their job i mean and it's weird because like you know it's never been an ideal of mine to like identify with like my profession you know i've always Mm -hmm. kind of uh i've always kind of railed against that a little bit and the more that uh the more that people learn about who i am and what i do through my work the more the more i'll tend to kind of eschew the discussion of that toward the end of like right reminding people that we're like actual human beings with like <laughs> yeah, other exactly. interests and we do like other stuff i didn't know that when we started that that theme of like yeah how to be obsessed and how to be interested and and like seeking other people's interests i didn't i would not have necessarily predicted that I definitely, I don't think, would have predicted that we would have recorded like 27 episodes (laughs) in in, in a row every week without taking a week off. Um, But I also, I don't think, would have uh, guessed that that would have been like a theme that emerged from it. And I think that it's something that happened very naturally and that it's something that has guided the choices of guests that we've chosen and that they have also been people that have had a lot of other really interesting things going on uh in their lives and it's been our like really it's been a pleasure for us to like have the opportunity to hear from them like what they what they do and how they do it and why they do it and stuff like that
0: so yeah definitely yeah i don't think i mean i kind of knew that we were you know we've taught we 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 both talk a lot to each other about like the things that we're into but just in a very like matter-of-fact way not in like a meta or like introspective way it's just like you were like we were just seeing in the chat logs too like the same day that we were talking about the podcast stuff was mrb's first pottery class yeah. too <laughs> and so it's like it coincided almost directly with uh, with us doing this which is awesome um and you know like you you were like oh yeah i'm doing this pottery thing i'm interested in it we would talk about that and i'm talking about the bread or the meat or whatever i'm doing in the kitchen and it's like we'll talk about that but we never it's been cool to like step back and be like oh yeah we're one of the reasons that we are such good friends because we do share this penchant for going extremely deep into things and for like wanting to learn everything about whatever we're doing and then sharing that information with everyone you know and like it's it's a very specific type of way of appreciating things yeah. i think you know yeah and uh and it's something that comes like naturally like we were, we've were been talking about before like it's something i think that just we do it's not like we know neither of us like force it you know right. but it's yeah. just like what ends up happening and in the same way we don't force like learning new things we don't force like how we fade out of other passions and stuff like that. And that's just a natural thing that I think a lot of people go through too. But I definitely, you know, over the past 10 years of being friends with you, and yeah. like, you know, we've definitely seen that arch of all the different things that we've we've been into and done and gotten excited about. Just yeah, yeah for sure i'm sure
1: that if you dug into those chat logs (laughs) you'd you'd probably find some more abandoned things yeah Yeah. i mean and that's an i think that that's an important thing to talk about it's like uh, um it can be daunting for people to like approach new things because they feel like they have to like you don't have to be all or nothing on something and that that's actually like kind of that that can be a dark side of of this like obsessive approach to learning things it's like if, if you don't balance that with the willingness to like abandon something that you're just not into then you're like doing something for the sake of doing it that's not like the really i haven't personally had really good uh positive experiences with those (laughs) things typically when i'm like forced to do something or i feel like i'm forcing myself to do it it's not very fulfilling
0: yeah and within the with the same kind of the same breath of like moving on to whatever's new and then shitting on whatever's old is also like a thing that some people feel the need to do when they're, you know, very into something that they have to, like, clearly delineate that now whatever is old is not cool anymore. Right. And that's, like, uh, something that I don't think either of us do, but it's just something that's, like, you know, happens to come along with the territory of we're dealing with people who are very passionate about things. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: it's funny. I used to have a... Uh, I had an old friend that uh, used to always... used to always do this thing where it was, like... If you were into something and then you weren't into it anymore, it was like a problem. You know what I mean? It was like, "What do you mean you don't like like that thing anymore?" And that used to be like a you know a thing. You know, and it's like that's really like what growth is. Like I was having a conversation <laughs> with, I was having a conversation with uh, our friend uh, Dan Melnick earlier today about this just funny thing of, like, you know, being a parent and owning a house and having a job and doing all of this, like, adult stuff um, that, like, you... Grown-ass
0: man Yeah, that
1: would have been, like, anathema to you when you were a teenager. Um, And I had a thought that, like, if you are... If, like, your teenage self would have been satisfied with your adult self, either of two things are true. Either you're, like, an extraordinarily
0: prescient uh, teenager or... (laughs) you're basically just like full of shit um (laughs) well well well, well, what like if you had to go like 20 years ago what was your what was your dream of where you would think you were today i just never
1: thought that i would i thought i would probably be teaching i never really would have pictured myself kind of doing being interested in like running a small company and building a company into like a thing and being interested in like owning a part of a company and like selling things and like, you know, all of this kind of stuff and like understanding the like psychology of marketing and sales and technology. And, you know, I, I just was sort of, uh, I had this, uh, Sort of typical, but probably extreme, even for a teenager, like, anti-establishment thing where I really just felt like I never would have made a choice that was motivated by something other than, like, you know, whatever I was interested in at the time, you know? uh, But since then, I've let, I've, you know... I've let things happen and it's been really good and I don't really, I don't, obviously I don't have any regrets like about what I'm doing, but it is funny to think about like, I never thought that I was a talented enough like artist or writer or whatever to like be a professional, like creative person necessarily, Mm -hmm. but certainly being like, you know, a vice president at a startup or whatever (laughs) was not like on my, on my like list of things. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What about you? What did you? What do you? Think? I,
0: yeah, it's funny. I was thinking. I was actually thinking about it the cool. other day because I have this group of friends that I'm still really close with, who are all my friends in high school, basically. And so we all have, we all stay in really close touch, but we're all like off on different, you know, captains of industry type thing, but not really. But just like just in completely different worlds than I think any of us thought we would be in when we were in high school. But yeah, I I was like. sure or 150% sure I like I was ready to like take out loans to like not go to college and open a recording studio like I was like that was like what I wanted to do and I was like really sure that's what I was going to do I was going to go into music production and do that whole thing and then I don't know. I just like went to a liberal arts college and everything (laughs) kind of changed. I was like, ah, crap. I should probably, I've been doing programming since I was 14. There's probably a market for me to do that and I should probably just do that. Um, Yeah, you know, priorities change. I I also don't regret doing that. I think that would have been probably a catastrophic failure. (laughs) Probably like been you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars in debt trying to buy some kind of sweet console (laughs) stuff that would have been outdated in like two years anyway i mean I, i still i'm still happy because i think the core thing that was a part of that dream was like yeah being creative and creating like not just being creative but making things and like that's always been the thing that's driven me as a person and being aware of that and being aware when I don't, when I don't feel good about myself or about my situation, 99% of the time it's because I feel like I'm not being creative or productive in some way and something's blocking me from doing doing that and I end up like, you know, going into a rut because of that but I feel very happy right now because I, you know, get to do that and get to be creative and get to work with people that i love working with and doing making making things and it's funny because like so this one of the reasons why mike is here for this weekend is tomorrow we're like doing a photo shoot for this pizza book that we've been talking about for probably almost six months now and but we've been like he and i have been talking about it for like six years now probably already and uh you know it's it's when I told, I told like random people about it and they're like, what? And they're like completely, <laughs> they had, you know, people close to me are like, people who just follow me on the internet know that like pizza is a very core part of my life and they get that I would do something around pizza that makes sense. But like writing a book, like, no, it's like, I'm not an author, you know, but it's like, it's just another one of these things where it's like, okay, cool. We have this idea. Just, you know, let's fucking do it. Yeah. Just like make it happen and make something because the barriers to us actually making it are almost entirely just us. Like, yeah. that's 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 the cool thing about the, what the internet has enabled and what all this technology for me has enabled. is like, when I was a kid, all I wanted to do was make stuff and the internet and technology has allowed me as an individual to, like, a, pretty much anything I put my mind to, like, if I can't actually just make it without any outside things, I can, like, order everything on Amazon and... Or like find plans for it or whatever it is, build a pizza, whatever it is, there's like a way, there's a much clearer way for me to get from point A to done than there ever was in the history of the world, you know, and that's, that's like an amazing thing. And that's kind of one of the other themes I think that we've come upon to is like this idea that we're in an age when we're in there's like we have the ability to do awesome things and technology is one of the things that can enable us to do that we talked a bunch about with greg about that and 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 some of the other guests too so yeah yeah. i mean i think we've had
1: uh we've had a few guests on at least that have that has been kind of a central component what they do every yeah 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 yeah, I was also thinking about um, just just more along the lines of what we were talking about. I mean, it, it's like a it's an interesting thing where people start to get their identity kind of gets lost in like what they do for a living. And uh, it can be a hard it can be a challenging thing to like. I think that's one of the reasons what's one of the things that motivates me to be so vocal about. My other interests outside of technology is that I want people to, I want to, well, because I want to hear what other people's interests are. And when I hear that other people do these other things, I, you know, I, I think it's amazing and I want to hear more about it. And I encourage everyone to, uh, you don't have to like, I mean, this is actually funny because this ties into like the theme of this episode of our podcast, which (laughs) is like about the show a little bit about the show <laughs> yeah. what we're trying to do with the show and um i remember uh when we did the sandwiches episode and which was, i think was like the first full quote-unquote full, full food, food episode yeah we had you probably could find in the transcripts we were like technology sandwiches like, <laughs> right and the lesson there is like the lesson there is to not force it right like you you can have an interest that's out. Like you can have a you can have an audience of people. Like one of the thing one of the other amazing aspects of the the internet that besides what Aaron was saying in terms of like accessibility and information is that like people are given these this like platform, right? Like mm-hmm. people listen. People will like consume what you say. A lot of times, people feel like they might alienate their audience if yeah, they yeah. don't talk about what they're expected to talk about uh and i really admire people who uh go out of their way to humanize uh themselves and their interests uh a lot, uh when having been given this like platform uh that was like because they are a prominent technologist or whatever and yeah. then using that to like humanize themselves and Uh, convey that humanity to other people I think is a really awesome thing
0: yeah totally totally and I think yeah I mean that's kind of what I I've been thinking about too with like the uh, the passion (coughs) it's just I hope to know and to find that a lot of the people that I think are interesting or you know smart technologists or brilliant on the internet are also just cool people that you want to hang out with, you know? And for me, a lot of that is, yeah, that they're just like, that they do like want to talk about other things and are interested in other things. Like even way before the podcast, one of the first things I like noticed about going to a lot of conferences and talking to a lot of peers in the tech community is that the people I became friends with conference after conference and the people that I ended up spending the most time talking to and the conversation things that i had the most the longest and most in-depth conversations about were things that were completely outside of tech like and like whatever it was like talking about people's families their houses like food pretty often you know and those are the things that i think to me like technology and the tech and the actual things that we build like those things are gonna are, are pretty fleeting like they're like floating islands or whatever like they're not they're not things that are going to last for a very long time like yes we might be in technology for a very long time but if you ask me now like in 10 years am i still going to be doing ruby probably not i don't know what what i'll be doing but most likely all of technology will have moved on to whatever the next thing is but caring about food caring about our children caring about you know the the communities that we have and the the people around us and art and culture those things are like gonna be around for a long time so it's like i'd much rather build relationships built on that than build relationships built on you know like oh i'm the sammy guy you right. know yeah. and you're the node guy and yeah. you're, <laughs> you're the rails guy you know like that stuff is like not gonna last forever but Oh hey, we both love food. Like whenever I think about this, I think about my friend Michael in San Michael Rogers is like one of the Node core people, and he's been around the world. Like and i we hung out a ton in in the Bay, and we both have very strongly different differing opinions on a lot of technology stuff. We've become really good friends. Because we, we basically explicitly said, like, we don't have to talk about technology when we hang yeah. out. Let's just talk about <laughs> food. Let's just talk about the things that we're interested in, and we can be really great friends based on that, you know? I think, uh, hu- you know, human beings are central
1: um to technology uh all successful technology is uh in some way uh an instance of like you know successfully conveyed humanity in one way or another and the fact that uh there are people that fail to understand that uh is really uh it 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 does sound surprising, but it's sort of confounding that over time, like just the idea that like, um, you know, uh, to, to, to bring up like a conversation we had about um, like codes of conduct yeah, and strange thing, loop yeah. and all of these things. It's like there's nothing that is purely technology. There's just no such thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's no such thing as like, you know, and, and computer science computer science and, and technologists could do could um, learn a lot I think from other fields that are older too sciences and, and math and and all these other things where it's just become very apparent over time that since human beings are like the vehicles for all of these like ideas that you know you have to be humane first and that um, people that want to get together, and just like yell at each other about technology choices. I mean that has its time and place <laughs> uh, but really i don't I don't do so much like I don't do so much like shop talking that much almost yeah. at all anymore. I do occasionally uh, but really I'm much more interested in I'm much more interested in finding someone like if I come across someone I'm like, oh wow, this person is like. Really, inter- like their ideas are really cool and they're interesting. And like, there's, there's a you, you do get, you do get this like uh, one thing that the internet affords is that like when you find someone's ideas uh, and you don't know anything about them, you, you, you are afforded this like brief, uh, this brief period where you can your brain can kind of like just think about the idea on its own in an abstract way. Uh, but that's, I personally never find that very satisfying. Like as soon as I find someone who has had an interesting idea, I want to know about their body of work and what produced that idea and mm-hmm. what produced that body of work. And out of out of what, to follow up kind of on the conversation that I had with Karen yeah. last week, like where did this idea come from? What purpose was it serving? What, what was context, the context yeah. did it come from? Like so, so John McCarthy and... Loving chess and wanting to know if a computer can play chess and from that like being interested in artificial intelligence or another really interesting example. Uh, that I came across recently is a is a pretty famous ma- mathematician and then computer scientist Per Martinloff, uh, who is famous for type theory and actually also was the first person to formally to formalize the idea of like what is a random sequence. He was really int- interested in and is he's still alive, he's still interested in bird watching. And so he has all of these, He's really into statistics and, you know, the way that information flows and moves around and like all these things and like, you know, bird watching and cataloging bird species (laughs) and understanding how they move around has been like a motivating force for him. So I think that that's like a it's a uh, it's a misconception people have that technology uh, or ideas are like a thing that you can pursue For their own sake. in some
0: kind of pure form. Yeah.
1: And maybe that's because they don't really, they haven't had the pleasure that we have of like meeting lots of interesting people who have good ideas and then being given the opportunity to like dig into what makes them tick as like people. It's a very, it's a really interesting idea to think about. For sure. Yeah. But after a while you learn about who the person is and then probably, uh, you know, you'll, you'll get a lot more out of learning what they do and caring about why they do it and understanding the choices that they make
0: even if you don't don't you know care about exactly what they're doing or what they you know what their other passions are like there's just that just yeah the humanizing nature and the like I mind sculpting or whatever that you have the ability you have to like see a person more fully is like a much clarifying thing when just interacting with people like yeah. it's, it's we've talked about this before too which is like we live in this world where like you know most of our interactions are not like face to face and not with like in a very dehumanizing way over the internet or like email whatever it is and so i guess i guess to sum it up like going deep in terms of obsessions and in terms of like the things that we care about has a strong correlation to doing the same thing about people and the people we want to know. And so in the same way that we want to know everything about pizza, knowing everything about, or not everything, but knowing a lot more about what, what makes our guests or the people that we care about are interested in tick is like a very rewarding thing for, for us and hopefully for other people too.
1: Yeah, I hope so. And I think that, um, another thing that this podcast has taught me is that since since like uh since anything good like takes time you know if we would have just like stuck with like an orthodoxy to like what our original idea for this podcast was (laughs) like it probably wouldn't have gone anywhere but you have to like you have to do the work to find out like what some what your idea is and how it's gonna manifest itself. Yeah. And so uh for all of those mornings where, you know, we had crazy family stuff going on <laughs> or this or that or the other thing, like, uh it wasn't always easy to find the time, even it just sounds crazy, but it's hard to sometimes find an hour in a week when you oh, would, yeah. like have a full time job and two kids and a wife and everyone who you wanna like everyone in my life I want to give the full force of my attention and affection to you know so but for all of those times uh it has been um, it has really been worth it and, and has really exceeded my expectations in terms of how rewarding it's been and people have been really receptive in terms of coming on the show and people's feedback has been great once more people start listening I'm sure we'll get some negative feedback but <laughs> that hasn't happened much yet um, uh, all five <laughs> of you are very kind but, um...
0: both of our moms let's see. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, my mom listens. What's up, mom? (laughs) Um, I think probably if, even if like no one listened and we had like zero Twitter followers and no one (laughs) cared, we probably would still be doing it because we've been having a really good time doing it. Yeah, totally. And have learned a lot about ourselves and each other uh, pursuing (laughs) this. But I really, uh, I think it's cool to think about the people who who are listening. So shout out to everyone. a lot of really good. Um, a lot of people have uh, been really vocal, and we really appreciate every time. Definitely. Every time you reach out to us and tell us that you learned about a cool song, or you thought something we said was funny or, or stupid, or you or... go to
0: Lovely's Fifty Fifty, yeah, it's awesome. That people have been hitting up Sarah and doing that. It's yeah, amazing.
1: Yeah, it's great. You know, it really is. Uh, all all I ever really want to do is communicate that enthusiasm that aaron was talking about earlier so this has given me a lot of uh this has been really really great for me same yeah so here's to here's the six
0: more months <laughs> yeah, 20, 26
1: yeah. more weeks
0: yeah i i'll say now six months from now if by next february we haven't skipped a week which you know should <laughs> should be true then we're just going to have like a big party in New York City. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that would be really we'll cool. Just have a giant pizza party or yeah. something. It'll be fun. Yeah, so uh,
1: stay tuned for uh, photos and results from our pizza photo shoot. Um, uh, we have put together menus. Uh, so we're making 10 different kinds of pizza, five different salads, doing
0: drink pairings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to... I hope I'm, I'm hoping that someone's gonna be like a documentarian of the the making of like maybe my wife cat or one of some of the other people and just take photos because by the end of the day you and I are gonna be like head to toe covered in flour <laughs> and <laughs> sweat and grime and it's gonna be amazing but hopefully it'll be a really good day yeah fun. I mean and and really if
1: there's someone in if there's someone in your life who uh, you know you Uh, we're close with or are close with and know that your situations are going to change I I highly recommend the technique of finding some project to work on together and and really sticking to it because every time you do it it becomes easier and now it's just kind of like a part of
0: our routine yeah totally cool well um, thanks for listening to Greasy Keys (laughs) Um, and we'll talk to you guys soon Greasy
1: Keys could have had a really good theme song <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: We should play some Jimmy Smith For yes, some Greasy Keys exactly. Alright, see you next time everyone Somebody tell me how I'm supposed to feel Knowing this ain't real